Welcome to the Two Dudes Podcast. Bo is burping off the mic right now. Which is weird because he also just sang that whole thing. I don't know how he burped off mic and sang about it at the same time. I was just sitting here the whole time staring at him. Bo, put that knife down. Why are you... What? I just pointed out that you sang the song. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay, he's put the knife away. I think I'm safe. I think I'm all right. Welcome to the Two Dudes Podcast. <laughs> My name is Brandon. <laughs> the guy laughing uncontrollably across from me is Bo. But you can't hear me. <laughs> it's a one-man show today. Yep. Welcome to the Wantoons Podcast. Want. want yeah. Wantoons. Welcome to Spooky Season Week 2. Point five. Spooky Season... It's still point week it's two. Only, no, but it's only still spooky season. But still, it's it's week two. But it's only half a half. Wait, it's here. I mean, poses. No, no. Don't try to wrangle that in there. Poses of death. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like the pose you just had when you were holding that knife in my throat for pointing out that you sang that. Because opening. it's spooky season, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Did we talk about last week? Did we talk about? Um, <laughs> Nightmare, I don't remember Nightmare, it's week. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. Are we talking about that? Yeah. Okay. We're not featuring that in here, though. No. No. Are you first this week? I am first this week. Cool. I forgot. <laughs> you ago. forgot. It was a week ago. So as of this recording, we've Keeping been pretty much doing this a illusion. year. What? Kind of, we, as of the record... No, that's not true. Never mind. I'm a lie. Stop telling lies. We didn't start until October of... Of last year? Yeah. yeah so we've, not we, the recording of this, but of this the episode... Date airing date is when we recorded our first episode yeah october 2020 yeah because i kept i was saying to Bo like between shows or whatever it feels like we should be at a year but we didn't release until january, january. so yeah so there. of recording too oh. bad we didn't like build a bigger backlog i mean i tried to but that's all right yeah then weeks happen. Then yeah. the musicals, and then the uh-huh. more musicals, and uh-huh. more musicals. Yeah, I just finished plays. as of recording, weekend two of my three weekend run of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, and it's great. You should all go it's see really it. Oh wait, it's over. Production. You should come see it. You're not I, gonna. I, I'm, I don't have time. You should see it. You have time. You. It's. I got it down to 79 minutes the other night. <laughs> you have time to see it. I don't it's between 85 and 90, and we did 79 on Saturday night. My play's like two hours, and it's probably going to be longer than that. Cool. You should come see our 80-minute musical. Which is, um, it just happened. Just finished. The play. Yeah, the play. What is the play that you the have Innocence. produced? Uh-huh. Is that... I don't can take any credit. Innocence, like T-S or C-E? Um, so it's, it's Turn of the Screw. Okay. The Haunting of Bly Manor. Sure. It's that. Okay. I know that doesn't mean anything. How me. is it spelled? Um, T-S or C-E? <laughs> That's what I'm asking you. You're looking for the script. Like a T T S. Last two letters. T-S, T-S or C-E? T-S. Okay. So as in the innocent ones. Yes. Okay. Yes, the innocents. Like that song that you're going to have. The tears of innocence. No, no. I don't know what you're saying. All right, I'm going first. Yes. Spooky season. My body's a zombie for you. 
So here's the question. Dead man's bones. Question for you. Yeah. Does that mean that... That you're a Z-O-M-B-I-E? That's what I was referencing last week about spelling things. (laughs) Anyway, uh, does it mean that the phrase, my body's a zombie for you, is it that like instead of eating brains, it just wants to eat you? I don't know. Or is it that like you can inhabit their body? Like, I don't know. I was trying to. I don't know. It's obviously just like a. Ask Ryan Gosling. The thing. Ryan Gosling? Yeah, ask him. Is he in this band? Yes, he is. Is he really? Yeah, he is. Is he the guy? Well, there's two guys. There's only two guys. Oh. And a choir of and children. a children's <laughs> choir. Yeah. So, uh, Dead Man's Bones is uh-huh. is a is a, a group. Uh, two friends decided to make Duo. music together. Okay. Um, I should probably... Is he, the, is he the singer I don't care for? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, did you, listen, did, you, did you listen to La La Land? I mean, yeah, he sounded better than that. Okay, it, it it'll it'll make sense. Dead it sounds like an old man. Yeah, where he's like down here doing stuff. So it's Ryan Ryan Gosling and Zach Shields. I have no idea who Zach Shields is. You just look him up. Nope. I mean, there's nothing on him. Oh, really? Like there was nothing on Scott Noir last week. There's nothing on him. <laughs> there's nothing on what? It's on Scott Noir. Scott Noir. <laughs> there's Zach Shields, a screenwriter. Yeah, maybe that maybe that is him. I don't know, but he doesn't have a Wikipedia. And that's where everybody gets There's a there. wikizilla.org. Okay. Anyways, so, like, they uh, they met in 2005 and, like, were mutually obsessed with the Haunted Mansion ride, uh-huh. which is a pretty decent ride. I like it. I think it's awesome. Um, and then they both kind of, like, had weird childhood traumas as far as spooks and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so it's like Zach was so preoccupied with ghosts as a kid that he was put into therapy. Mm. And Goslin's parents moved out of a, his childhood home because they believed it was haunted. Which is probably just the story. Yeah. It's like neither of them are really outgrown their fascination with graveyards or anything death deathly deathly? Deathly and decided to write love songs about ghosts and monsters. And zombies. And zombies. I'm a Z O M B I E zombie. Anyways, so they um, they did this. They just like wrote a whole bunch of songs, and then they had this idea that it's like, all right, we can only do three takes. Okay. No more. Because mm-hmm. you know they want they don't. I don't know. It's like the recording is. It seems like yeah, we just did it live. Oh, for sure. There's a moment or the few moments in the drums that they rush like crazy. Yeah, yeah. So and then uh, so Ryan vocals. Vocals, piano, bass, guitar, guitar, keyboards, and then Zach Shields, vocal, percussion, drums, guitar. This was uh, this album was released in 2009 on yeah. Anti Records mm-hmm. and was produced by Tim Anderson of I'm a Robot. Cool. So you didn't go on Zach Shields' website? No, does he have a website? ZachShields.com, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he also apparently has a, um, a band called Night Things. Okay. Um, one of their songs, not this one that we're looking at, was In the Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Wait, did he have anything to do with that movie? I don't know. Um, trying to look it up. Look good for you. I don't know. My body's a zombie for you. Because he worked on Godzilla King of the Monsters and Krampus. Krampus? Mm-hmm. Cool. Anyways, here it is. Zombies. 
No. Not my zombies. body, my, my body is a zombie, zombie for you. Spooky season. Which is like simple songs. Yeah. Like these are for children. And like 1950s. Yeah. Isn't that like the the four chord progression? Probably. That's his voice. Kind of sounds like Elvis. <laughs> now I can hear that it's Ryan Gosling. <laughs> now that I know it. <laughs> I don't love the affectation or whatever he's putting on his voice. Yeah. The children's choir is good. I like them a lot. Yeah. There is a video for this song. Yeah. Yeah. His actual directed it. Did he? It's on his website. <laughs> Zero research here. Sorry, that's usually me. like that car crash song that i think eddie vetter like the dead man's curve or something oh like this oh is just my like god yeah i forgot about that song. like reminds me of like that type yeah. of like the chord progression is there it's the, yeah. it's the 50s chord progression yeah. the, or whatever break down let's break it down kids <laughs> What? It's just like, but it did it. Yeah. Which is probably like. Also, every these last couple times when he goes to try to crash and hit the bass drum at the same time, which is a good technique to do, is he like? It feels like he's like reaching for the cymbal and he yeah. like bumps the bass drum too quick and he gets almost like a flam. Look at gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like not. Must have been fun as hell to be these kids in this choir. It's just like we're we're singing like they were little. Yeah. <laughs> but this is like like just just making music, just having yeah. fun, man. I yeah. I applaud the effort. It's not a bad song. It's actually like there's a good song in there. Well, that changed the lyrical they, content. They also and, like, wanted it to be like. Like just focus on the song, not yeah. like on the quality of the recording. Yeah, you know, I'm not even playing. concerned about the. That and then too it much, has this but. weird. I'm a Z O M B I E zombie. I'm a Z O M B I E zombie. I'm a Z O M B I E zombie. I'm a B. Which was probably like, okay, we're like, let's just do this. And then they're like, dude, that's really cool. Let's put it in. I don't have a song for it, but we'll put it at the end. Yeah. Don't they start playing along? 
No, I don't think so. I thought they did. Maybe they do. Yeah. Yeah. Did you listen to this song before? (laughs) I've listened to the whole album. I mean, they're not really playing a lot of them. And it's the song again. Yeah. That's the choir teacher. Okay, Zach wants the last note to be held out. She's like demonstrating. That's funny. I didn't hear that before. Th- those parts, um, those parts of recordings, like the Beatles recordings, when mm-hmm. like the it's the outtakes or yeah. or when you hear them talking. Oh, that was pretty good. Yes, That's exactly. Liverpudlian accent. But I think that those are so cool when they do that. Uh-huh. Is they're just like. Like oh you know I'll I'll get it like you know just gotta get a get a good yeah. take. We've done a few things like that. Katie Turner comes to mind. Uh, there's been a couple more of those though mm-hmm. that we've done. On like here. where they break the the fourth wall. Of, yeah. Like, uh, the idea of like here's here's me presenting it, but then I was like no, no like now we're in the recording studio yeah. and they're talking. So. Yeah. It's like, oh, that'd be really cool if we did this thing. And they're like, that was when the idea was was broken, and we and we know that because it was recorded. Right. And it's super cool. Word. So yeah, word to big word. Cool. Here's a uh, another scary song. It's not scary. It's not spooky. Uh, what would you dress up for for Halloween? What would I dress up as for Halloween? Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I have you ever dressed up as Shrek? No. No. Are you calling me green? No, because we had <laughs> Shrek on, an and then like this is Ru- you're Rufus calling me an ogre, and then this is Rufus Wainwright, who covered Hallelujah on the Shrek soundtrack. I think so. I, I think, think so too. I think yeah. this is where people know Hallelujah from, from Rufus Wainwright from uh, from Shrek, Shrek soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, I can believe that. I uh, I found out about Rufus Wainwright through the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. Okay, so I was huge into Moulin Moulin Rouge. Apparently not, but not huge enough to be like. What song did he play? He plays the song Le Complain de la Butte, which is mostly in French, and then he sings like a couple lines in English. And it is not his song, although if you look all over the internet, it looks it's like credited to him, but it's not. It's a song from like the 50s. Don't you hate that when they do that? Yeah. Like like the people who, who uh, uh, in the House of the Rising Sun, mm-hmm. it's credited it's to, to the animals. It's to the animals. And yeah. it's like, no, they just made it popular. Right. They didn't write anything. So... I mean, uh, they wrote songs, but they yeah, didn't write yeah. that song. Um, what was their other big one? The Animals? Da, no idea. Is it that one? All the time. Yeah, isn't that them? And all of the night. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Rufus Wainwright did that song on the soundtrack. He also apparently was like writing a different song for that movie, and then it didn't get used, because I think maybe Boz Lerman decided, no, I'm going with all covers. Although it isn't Come What May... An original on that movie? I think that's the only original. That's the only original one, well, yeah. So but everything else is all the, the idea covers or whatever. Yeah, but. but the idea is like, okay, so Christian is, not Christian, our listener, yeah. is the best, it's like the world's greatest poet. Yeah. The world's greatest poet. And it's like, well, we can't really make that. We can't make the world's greatest poet. Yeah. Because we are not the world's greatest poet. So it's kind of like this isn't this isn't the real the world's greatest this poetry. Is this tribute. is a tribute, yeah. Um, where that 
characters and we'll, we'll give them the best lines that have ever been created by mm-hmm. anybody and just be like this is his like like my gift is my song right and then and he's like oh my god that is such a beautiful line and he sung it really good yeah which he does have perfect pitch who ewan mcgregor ewan mcgregor Interesting. apparently he was um i don't think maybe he was just like not perfect pitch but like has a good singing voice like okay. those are different things <laughs> you're right you're 100 <laughs> right but like can't sing a bad note kind of thing oh fair enough okay like that's not perfect pitch but like yeah okay i don't know maybe it is that was kind of the idea it's not uh uh, that that i was told many many years ago when moulin rouge came out Mm -hmm. um when i was obsessed with it but um but not obsessed enough but he was he was in a movie previous to that and he had to act drunk and sing drunk and he couldn't do it because he was called the phantom menace (laughs) (laughs) No, no. It was like train spotting or something. It's called, it's called the island. Maybe it is train spotting. Because there he's probably on like a bunch of heroin. No, I think he was like, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, you McGregor, great actor. Sure. Lots of. His, I like Doctor Sleep, but that's because it's. Do you know Doctor Sleep? It's the sequel to The Shining. Yes, it's great. The movie's great, and the book is great. Well, I haven't read the book, but yeah. I just assume it's Stephen King. Sure. Anyways, um, the the one of the songs from the animals is like we gotta get out of this oh, place yeah, yeah. cool anyway <laughs> so this song uh is from poses which came out the same year as moulin rouge 2001 and he ended up putting that song that i mentioned remember i said he was writing a song for the movie moulin rouge yeah he put it on this album it's called like the tower of learning or something but anyway uh this is the title track from the album poses and to me, kind of speaking of Moulin Rouge, uh, which is now a musical, uh, it sounds like it could be in a musical to me. This song? Yes. Totally sounds like it would fit. All right. Well, in a, I will in a musical. Give, it, give it a listen and think about that. Alrighty. Lots of lyrics. Yeah, it does. Yeah, totally. Even just that much. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. He's like, what about... Like something like um, Spring Awakening. Yeah. Because that used like a pop. It's Duncan Cheek. Yeah. yeah. He, he kind of has a Tom York. Uh-huh. That like lazy him. delivery almost. Like, yes. From, from, like, from like lyrics, lyrically. His dad is Loudon Wainwright, who's a famous singer-songwriter as well. Cool. Yeah. And his sister also does music and stuff, Martha. I almost see this on stage as like he's on one side of the stage kind of recounting this whole thing and then like somebody else is like on the other side maybe like I don't know doing some sort of acting something out or like dancing a scene or something like it's almost you know what I mean almost like he's like narrating the scene in a way okay that's just how I see it in my brain I like that line life is a game and true love is a trophy Baby, you 
backing vocals for the first time. I like that, like that whole watch my head about it is like going up, going mm-hmm. up, going up, and there's, oh no, it's just coming back down. Yeah. Adding in some strings. That, because like, boom. Uh, it, what is that song? Because the bass there's like, boom, 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 boom. But there's a song, like, boom, 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 boom. I can't ding, place ding, it. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, what is it? Boom, 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 It's 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 not a song. It's like a classical piece. Oh okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The oh, Tarantella or uh, from it's from Tarantella. Is it from no? No, it's but it's from by Carmen. it's by the same composer, right? No. No. Puccini I and I have no idea. Uh, oh my gosh. Our music degrees are going to get taken away from us. No. I teach music technology. <laughs> I don't teach music history. Carmen, the opera. Why can I not think of Bizet? Jesus Christ. And yeah, this could be in a musical. Yeah, I told you. Just wait until Rufus Wainwright comes out with his musical. Uh, or does he already have one? Well, he has two operas. <laughs> He's got all kind. Of, he's he's, I li- love that he's led a chord. really interesting I life. I really love that dissonant chord because it's just like it sounds like crap. Okay, can you back up and but play it again? A pretty chord. It's not a chord. It's that, that. like a dissonant, like a pretty fully diminished chord with maybe like yeah. a nine or something thrown on it. Yeah, and it's muddy. Yeah. This album, I really fell in love with this album. It's now 20 years old, but um, it's just something about it. All the production, all the songwriting and stuff. He apparently spent like six months at the Chelsea Hotel and like wrote this album through that whole time. Very autobiographical. It's his second album. I'm looking at a picture of him. Uh, which is it current or not? Is well, it's, it's the big beard, the big hair. Because he always is. has kind of big hair, but but like he looks so much older. Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, he's only forty-eight. No. Especially if you look at a picture, like the album cover of Poses. Yeah, it looks like he's like fifteen. written two classical music operas and set Shakespeare's sonnets to music for a theater piece. So that's his theatrical stuff. And I think if you did this in a musical, you might even beef that part up a little bit more. does kind of increase a little more but first time he goes up to that note for that This is the opening track you said? It's the title track. 
Is that like a, like, oh, I'm just kidding. At the end there. Like, oh, no, no kidding. Well, that lyric was in there before, too. Okay. No, it's track three. Okay, I was going to say, I did not think it was the opening track. And then there, like, the first track is also the last track reprised. Cigarettes and Chocolate Milk, yeah, yeah. which is a favorite song of mine. On the, uh, I don't know, bonus version or whatever of this, yeah. he, he does a cover of Across the Universe. Yeah, I just saw that. Is that um, the one that was in? The movie Across the Universe? Yeah. No, it was from the soundtrack of I Am Sam, which also used all covers of Beatles songs. The Sean Penn movie. Yeah. It's a nice version of that tune also. Also, he wrote every song on here except for one. One of them is a cover by his of his dad's song. He does look like he's 12 on the cover. Yeah, here. totally. And then another one has a, a co-writer on it. No but. sideburns, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's very 2001. Actually, it's a little more like 1997, like Jason Priestley or whatever, but yeah. Yeah, I just, I really like him. He does a really beautiful like hauntingly beautiful at times like a uh, version of the Agnus Dei like from the mass from the Latin mass mm-hmm. it's really interesting and it starts kind of unsettling with like somebody sort of like dragging the strings across a a violin did you say something like the the paramour did you say something about that no what hotel did he stay at the Chelsea oh, okay he released a record uh, on September 10th of it's like un, unfollow the rules, the par, Paramount. You mean like just a par, few days the ago? The Paramore session. Yeah. Oh. It's October. Right. A few days ago as we're recording this. I mean, yeah. 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 September 10th. So Friday. Oh, interesting. The same as <clears throat> what else came out on Friday? Like a ton of stuff came the out. The Blacklist right? thing. Blacklist uh, Casey thing. Musgraves Casey album. Casey Musgraves. There's a third one. The Drake album. I don't know. I yes, but it's I don't care about that one. Big deal in the world of there was there stuff, was there's a third album that came out that I know. Oh, um, the new Slothrust. Oh, interesting. I think I know it came out recently. Yeah, could be wrong about the date though. Cool. Yeah. By the way, September is a big time to like get new music and um. Yebby Yeba 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 Smith. Yeah, I think she goes by Yeba or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's Abby backwards. Uh-huh. I've heard people raving about her uh, Tiny Desk concert and you need to check it out. I started watching it today. Nice. It's not at a Tiny Desk. It's in a recording studio. Well, because they're still doing Tiny Desk at home. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. It's just funny. So, there was the songs. Mm-hmm. Another short one. Yeah, that's right. Under a half hour. It's okay. We're turning this into a 30-minute podcast. That's okay. I like those sometimes. Is it? I'm like, I got a little bit of a drive, but not too long. My job is out. 10 minutes. Yeah. The one I listen to on Mondays, the Weekly Planet, is usually like an hour and a half. Oh, wow. And it'll take me... Well, I'm now that I'm starting to have rehearsal on Mondays, it'll I should be able to knock it out mostly in one day. There you go. So, cool. But yeah, check us out on Instagram, at Two Tunes Podcast. Jump in the Discord. Discord! Uh, leave us a review. Give a like, a share. Where can they find the Discord? uh on the internet in the in the description in the description yes of this podcast of this podcast of this mm-hmm. very very podcast you listen to this you go to the show notes you don't listen to this you join anyway and <laughs> hype up your band like that one guy meow mix or whatever yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah i haven't heard from him in a while good in, in, in any of the, the the discords probably riding his bike yeah anyway 
right. Thanks for listening. All right, bye guys. Thank you. Bye, Hey Bo. That's that from was, last that week. Really, I didn't get to say it last week. Really mean. You cut me off last week when I tried to say I hate you, so now I'm telling you now. Bye. Just kidding.